Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? Let's talk about habits, los hábitos. I've had a lot of people ask me about habits before, and even have told me, yeah, you should like write a book on habits or do a podcast on habits or, you know, uh, create some content regarding habits because you are really good at creating habits. <laughs> um, well, that's very debatable. I think, well, we are all good at creating habits. We are human beings. Human beings are creatures of habit, as we say in English. I'm trying to remember what, like, the translation of that is in Spanish. Something, something de hábito. No es criaturas de hábito. That sounds weird. That's like, what even is creature in Spanish? Who knows? You see, I have the habit of rambling, of getting off topic here. Anyway, let's talk about habits. So, I'm someone, as most of you know, if you follow the podcast, that is very disciplined. And tengo mucha disciplina, ¿verdad? Para despertarme temprano, para hacer ejercicio todos los días, etc. You know, I'm very disciplined in my morning routine, my exercise routine, my daily routines, etc., etc. So, habits. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've created that habit, which is a good habit. It's a good habit to do exercise every day, to eat healthy foods, etc., etc. Does that mean that I'm better at habits than you or anyone else listening to this? No. Absolutely not. I mean, like I said, we all create tons of different habits, some of which are negative, some of which are positive, right? I mean, I think the key is how are we going to make it so that our positive habits outweigh our negative habits, continue reducing and reducing our negative habits because we all have negative habits, right? I mean, they say that almost, I want to say like 95% of of the type of person we are, the personality that we have is built into our subconscious mind But by the time we are seven years old. And after that, it's very, very difficult to change things. Change takes a really long time. And that's why, you know, you'll hear people say that it takes 21 days to form a new habit or 60 days to form a new habit. But the point is old habits die hard. That's the saying in, in English. Old habits die hard right? And why? Why do they die hard? Why do they take a long time to die? Why do they take a long time to change? Is because they're just ingrained into us. Son parte de nosotros casi. It's all been a part of us since the first seven years of our life. All these habits that we built without even realizing it, right? And I'm not just talking about the habits of, you know, waking up early or getting to work on time or doing exercise or smoking versus not smoking. I'm talking about our emotional habits, right? I'm talking about the way we treat other people. I'm talking about whether or not we choose to get upset in certain situations. I'm talking about whether or not we we blame others for our problems or whether we take responsibility. I'm talking about all of these habits, all of these habits, right? And so for me, 
I think I've put in a lot of work over the last couple years to try to capitalize on my good habits and also to try and reduce my bad habits. Now, you might say, Sean, okay, well, what are your bad habits? Most of them are related to emotions, right? I think that, well, I shouldn't say this. I mean, okay, I will. I think that in this world, for one, especially in 2021 now, with all of this you know, crazy social media and everything that we have, I think almost all of us have a problem with instant gratification. What would it be in Sp- Spanish? Gratificación instantánea, instantánea, bueno, eh, que queremos eh, tener un resultado eh, muy, muy rápido, right? We always want that fast result, and it's part of the culture that we live in. You know, we've kind of gotten used to now, you just click something on the internet and it gives you the answer that you want right away, Right. But I think that part of my problem is always wanting that instant gratification and not being disciplined enough just to follow through with something. Um, And let me go a little bit deeper on this. So one of my big issues emotionally is that I always, the word I use is catastrophizing, right? Catastrophizing or over-dramatizing, making a problem seem bigger than it really is. Whenever any sort of problem comes up, whether it's in my personal life, whether it's at work, whatever, I always in my head make it it seem worse. I over-dramatize the problem. I catastrophize the problem instead of just looking for simple solutions to the problem, right? And This is something that has really cost me in previous relationships, both personal and professional, is by over-dramatizing and over-catastrophizing some of these problems that really are not that big of a deal. And what that leads to sometimes is emotional reactions where not only will I show the people that I'm in the relationship with or the people that I'm working with on whatever it may be, um, that I am unstable emotionally because of my emotional reaction, I also may even say things negative towards them, right? I might even say something offensive to them. This is something that I've done to at least three or four people I can think of who were very close to me in the past. And so this is a habit. This is a habit. Why did this habit develop? Why did this habit develop of Sean being a, you know, uh, let's say a a, a nice kind person for the most part, you know, a good person who who does good things, um, you know, who, who loves people and, you know, has pretty good relationships with people. But then in certain moments, whenever there's a problem or whenever things get emotional, he says things that, you know, offend people. He says something negative about the other person. He shoots back at them. He says, no, no, this is your fault. This is your problem. You did this, right? That's something that I've done to, to numerous people in the past, even loved ones, right? So why did this habit start? Well, I can't tell you exactly how it got started, right? But I do know that I've had that habit. That's one of my emotional issues. And so what do we do about that habit? Well, I'm not going to say that I've perfectly solved it because I definitely haven't. I think I'm getting a lot better. I think that now I'm ready to, if any problems do come up in my life or in my relationships, I'm ready to, number one, look at them and say, okay, I realize, I'm aware, tengo tengo conciencia, me doy cuenta, that in the past I have over-dramatized certain problems and I've let my emotions ruin the situation for me. Like I let my emotions become the biggest problem. The problem as the original problem 
would not even end up having a bad negative result if I would just keep my emotions in check, right? If I would just control my emotions. And so how do I do, what, how do I overcome that habit, right? Well, I mean, for me, I think it's about building baseline discipline. Disciplina de base, digamos. They say that discipline is the root of all success, right? They also have other quotes like, show me your habits and I will predict your future, etc., etc. And, you know, in a certain way, this is true. We are all a result of our habits, right? So what I'm doing is trying to work on these negative emotional habits that I've had throughout most of my life and didn't really even understand fully until recently. And the way I'm doing it, I actually prefer to use the good habits that I've built up over the years in order to try and resolve these bad habits. So some of the good habits that I've built up over the last 15 years is that, you know, I do exercise every day, probably even more than necessary, but I think overdoing it a little bit is better than not doing any, obviously. So, you know, I do exercise every day. I eat pretty healthy right? Um, I have, now I do meditation journaling every morning. That way I can just try to be, try to be focused, you know, try to, try to have a calm mind going into the day before all of the distractions and the craziness and the, the quote unquote problems <laughs> come up. And it usually for me starts with waking up very early in the morning, obviously. So these are the good habits that I've built over the years and especially the last couple of years. Now it's a matter of how do I use these habits, these good habits to also try and reduce my bad habits. And for me, a big key, the reason I want to make sure that I'm extremely disciplined is because I believe that that baseline discipline is going to help to help me overcome my bad emotional habits because ultimately what discipline is disciplina what discipline is is us doing things that we said we were going to do we do what we say we were going to do regardless of our emotions hacemos lo que nos dijimos a nosotros mismos que íbamos a hacer sin importar nuestras emociones see because things like inspiration and motivation you know we all get inspired and motivated to do things right but then after doing it for a couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months, there's going to come a time where we're like, oh, I'm just not motivated today. I'm just not inspired. My emotions don't want me to. I don't want to work out. I want to sleep in longer. I want to, I don't want to eat healthy. I want to eat a birthday cake. <laughs> you know, I, I want to do this. I don't want to keep my emotions in check. I don't want to control my emotions. I want to scream at this person because it would feel good to scream at this person or it would feel good to insult this person. It would feel good to say something negative and nasty because it would make me feel good in the moment. It would make me feel like I'm right. My ego is right and you are wrong. And then it would ruin the relationship again. And I've ruined relationships before. And I don't plan to do it anymore. I might, but I'm going to do it less and less, hopefully. So that's why I'm trying to work on using my positive habits to overcome my negative habits, right? And you know, another example is I believe recently, depending on when each of these episodes airs, um, I did a recent one on um, Jocko Willink's book, uh, Discipline Equals Freedom. And that, that chapter called Default Aggressive, o sea, agresivo por... Por default, por como modo, eh, modo normal, modo estándar, agresivo. 
it sounds like so, you know, like raw battle military, right? But if you think about it just in life, what, what does he mean by default aggressive? Basically, he means just taking action and making decisions without hesitating. O sea, tomar acción, tomar una decisión sin hesitar, sin, sin parálisis por análisis, without paralysis by analysis, as we say in English, because this is something that has plagued me a lot paralysis by analysis and I, I just started to realize that recently this is actually you know I'm someone I also have the bad habit of worrying too much preocuparme demasiado and that sort of goes along with that catastrophizing and over dramatizing but I realize that I really need to be more aggressive not in the sense of like physical violence but in the sense of just making decisions taking action right rather than hesitating and, you know, getting paralysis by analysis. Because what does paralysis by analysis mean? It means you're analyzing something and thinking about something so much without making a decision that you just get paralyzed. Paralizado, literal. And you've wasted a lot of time. You've wasted a lot of energy. You're getting more and more anxious. Just make some sort of a decision. Do something, right? They always say that the, that a bad decision is better than no decision. <laughs> Because if you make a bad decision, okay, well, you realize... Okay, if it's a life or death matter, you don't want to make a bad decision, right? But most of the stuff that we decide on is not that big of a deal. So make a decision and then you might realize, oh, whoops, that was the wrong decision. Okay, now I need to backtrack and do it differently. But at least I didn't waste time. At least I didn't sit in that nervous, anxious state. Let me give you an example. So just this morning, right? Today, it's a Saturday morning when I'm recording this. It's like 8.30 in the morning right now. And um, I was looking. So I'm, I'm looking within the next four or five months about buying a, a condo, right? Um, basically an apartment, comprar un apartamento en vez de rentar, ¿verdad? Um, so to buy instead of rent because I'm going to be moving out of this current place um, that I live in in about four and a half or five months and I'm looking at buying my own place for the first time. And so I have a friend who is my realtor, right? A friend of my brother, right? And so we're going to be meeting to talk on, on Tuesday coming up and, you know, talking about the type of place I could look for, et cetera, et cetera. So they have, anyway, they have this website. You're probably like, where are you going with this, Sean? What does this have to do with habits? Just work with me here. There's this website called um, Zillow.com in the United States where you can look at houses and things to buy, right? And so I found this place on Zillow, this apartment condo that I'm very interested in, and they just had a price drop, right? The price dropped by like 10%. So I'm like, ooh, that could be a good idea. I, and I actually saw this last night when I was looking through right before I went to bed, and I'm really tired. And um, I'm like, hmm, let me send a reminder to, to do something about this to look at this tomorrow, right? Because this could be a really good deal. Maybe I should jump on this, quote unquote. Like jump on this means like actuar de inmediato en algo, ¿verdad? Maybe I should jump on this. So I look at it this morning again and I'm like, hmm, yeah, this, you know, I'm going to meet with my friend and with the realtor in three days, but maybe like I should just, I should reserve a tour of this place now, right? Like maybe I just shouldn't wait. Maybe it'd be better to, to take action now you know, rather than wait. And of course I was like thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Um, 
And I'm like, well, maybe I should just wait. No, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about it. And I'm like, wait a minute, Sean. You're getting back into paralysis by analysis. Be default aggressive. Be default aggressive. Let's change that habit. And so I said to myself, okay, I'm going to be aggressive. So I'm going to book a tour of this place. So I booked the tour, right? Or I, I clicked on the button that says request a tour. And I requested it for Wednesday at 6 p.m. So the day after meeting with the realtor. So I'm like, okay, at least now I have the tour reserved. That way someone out there, however this works, knows that I am interested in this place, right? Um, I thought like, well, maybe it's a good deal. Maybe other people are going to like buy it right now and I would lose my chance. I'm like, okay, at least now someone will know that I'm interested in buying this place if I reserve the tour. So I click the button to reserve the tour at 6 p.m. on Wednesday. And then long story short, I get this message saying like, hi, this is so-and-so from Zillow. I'm going to connect you with an agent. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And like, I don't know really what I'm doing. So I'm like, okay, okay. And like two minutes later, I get a phone call from this guy who's apparently also a real estate agent like saying hey i'd like to set up a tour with you but then i'm like wait 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 hold on i already have a real estate agent it's a family friend and then he's like oh well you know you shouldn't have done this you shouldn't have requested to book the tour on zillow and i'm like okay 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 i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) my bad yeah we'll cancel the tour i'll talk with my agent on on tuesday and we'll go from there So it was a mistake. It was the wrong decision, right? Because I didn't know what I was doing. I was, I was accidentally about to like book myself with an agent online instead of using my, you know, my brother's friend, our, our, our friend as the agent and which I'm already planning to do and will do. So you can see it was a mistake. The decision I made, the aggressiveness was technically a mistake. It was not the right thing that I wanted to do, but because it all happened so quickly, now I'm like, oh, okay, now I know. You know, I learned quickly from that mistake. No harm, no foul, right? No problem. I mean, it's not like, you know, I obviously didn't have to pay this real estate agent anything for this two-minute mistake phone call. <laughs> Whoops. Hmm. For some reason I'm cut off from the from the audio here. Sorry. Hmm. Strange. Technical difficulties here with the podcast. Oops. Excuse me, I hope you can still hear me talkers. Anyway, what I was getting at is, so being default aggressive in that situation was good for me because I didn't waste any more time thinking about it. I made a decision. It was the wrong decision to try to book this tour, but I only wasted two, three minutes of my time and now I can move on with my day. And now I know I just wait till Tuesday until I have my meeting with my brother's friend, the real estate agent, and then we'll go from there and then we'll maybe book a tour of the place. So anyway, this is just an example of me trying to break my bad habit of overanalyzing things and not suffer from paralysis by analysis, if that makes sense. You know, and just to conclude with habits, like I said, I think it's just a matter of understanding what our good habits are and using those habits to try to overcome our bad habits, our negative habits. And you can read a lot of books about it. I mean, there's a book called The Power of Habit, which talks about like the, the you know, the reward loop, like the loop of habits, o sea, el ciclo de los hábitos y la recompensa que uno busca y cómo reemplazar la recompensa. Básicamente reemplazar la parte en el medio del ciclo de hábitos para cambiar el hábito. So like replacing the part that's in the middle of the habit loop to change the habit overall. It's um, it's a really good book. I read about three quarters of it. I'll be honest, I didn't read the whole thing, but tons of books you can read out there about habits. But for me, if I could give you any advice, I would just say, understand what your good habits are. 
Understand what your positive habits are. We all have positive habits. And then try to use those positive habits in order to change your negative habits. And then, you know, try to start over and do the same thing again in three months because all of us will revert back to our negative habits. <laughs> but hopefully not that much. Hopefully less and less on those negative habits. All right, talkers, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community.